Acquaintance be forgot. This is the intro. Oh my god. Josh? I don't know the words of this song. In old legs. There's only one time that song's been good, and that's in the movie When Harry Met Sally. Oh, not when Straight No Chaser, the Indiana. A university group nah. a acapella group mate got really famous from it nah i'm good <laughs> you mean you're not listening to college acapella after college you're not purchasing albums by acapella alumni groups i actually have a favorite college acapella group and it's the brown malicious it's my local <laughs> company <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't think of another thing that's okay it's all right you could have named <laughs> i was i was trying to make well, it like, seem like oh i was gonna say yeah yours. no i get it and then i was doing yeah, a we, little tricksy yeah we all know it's pentatonics that was pretty is that a acapella it's, a, it's an acapella oh i love that welcome to being earnest a very sincere podcast i'm josh i'm paula and we're here to talk to you about the earnest and sincere topics of the day and we have a we have a, a sincere one today folks we do another timely one another timely one <laughs> wow it's almost like we pre-planned this and it's almost like two major holidays are exactly seven days apart wow and i would also describe that as inconvenient <laughs> yes <laughs> Who would have thought that we might be traveling? (laughs) What's our topic this week, Paula? Our topic is resolutions. Resolutions. I resolve to talk more about this. Oh, okay. Starting off the year on the right foot, Josh. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Do you do resolutions? I kind of do resolutions. Um, every year I usually like make a list of like things I want to do that year, but they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily like resolutions like I put some fun ones on there I put some things like in Chicago that I wanted to do uh but this last year so going into 2019 this year whatever in 2019 I got a little over ambitious so I had to change it uh partway through the year to what I wanted to accomplish in year 29 of my life okay got it so we're we're at an extra six months under those resolutions okay cool no that's okay yeah that's That's good that's fine and if we need a couple more years we need a couple more years yeah that's fine that's fine do you do resolutions? So until this year, I've always been the type of person who's like, resolutions are stupid. Mm-hmm. You should always be improving. Oh, There's all kinds of, you know, like you should always be reflecting on your life mm-hmm. and trying to make yourself better because like ultimately that's the whole human experience, right? Sure. And I think the human experience is that you should just be on Instagram a lot. <laughs> and I nail it. <laughs> yeah. Was that one of your resolutions yes. for 2019? Well done. Thanks. Uh, but then I... I made some resolutions, some like, you know, just a couple of goals, a couple of themes for the year um, at the end of 2018, because I was like, you know what? There's things that I actually would like to do. And like, I know this is dumb, but I'm going to think about doing them. And then I did them and I feel great. And I'm team resolutions now. You know, I was reading online that 9% of people actually do the resolutions. Really? So you're one of the nine. Yeah. Thank you. What was your resolution? Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. So... I kind of had a 
nothing 2018. That's mm-hmm. not to say that things didn't happen. That's not to say that I didn't enjoy myself. That's not to say that there weren't wonderful things and also hard things mm-hmm. in the year. It was just like at the end of the year, I kind of, you know, when you, uh, you just kind of are zone out at work and then yeah. you look at the clock and you're like, oh my God, it's been an hour. Yeah, I'm or familiar what, with that. Or seven, eight hours. Right, something sure. like that. But it's not if my bosses are listening and I never do that. But no. I've heard of it. Yeah, right, exactly. You're right. empathizing for the sake of comedy. Sure. I kind of, at the end of 2018, looked at the clock and I was like, oh my God, I've been on autopilot all year. Okay. And that didn't feel good. Yeah. It didn't feel good because it felt like I was doing the same thing. I was going through the same motions. I was feeling especially like creatively mm-hmm. pretty stifled. Um, like I was putting too much pressure on myself in certain areas where I didn't need to be and I didn't understand why. And so I had a couple resolutions just to kind of make some changes and make my life better. Um, one of which was I wanted to get a better work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's not to say that my old job was bad for me. I learned a lot at it it was just time right um and i made a change there and i'm incredibly happy and have a lot of time to like go to the gym like the thing that everyone says they were gonna do yeah and also like frankly this podcast has been really great for like a creative outlet Aww. for me and to be able to get closer to my friend paula who just, who just spilled tea all over herself are oh, you okay yeah i'm fine <laughs> I just was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> you heard your name. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, no, just a lot of like, I don't know. It was just like incremental change in the feeling of yeah. making incremental change that ultimately has made me feel a lot more mentally healthy at the end of this year yeah. and feel like there was progress as opposed to the, the year before. Totally. And I think that that is like the nice thing is that new years and birthdays, but those are kind of the two times a year that it, it really feels like you have a fresh start. Totally. Which, like, Which there's is, no reason why you sh- you shouldn't any other time, but it's yeah, not... Yeah, but it's, like, weird to be like, ooh, March 14th. <laughs> the day before me. the Ides of March, yeah. <laughs> Today's the day. Yeah. But it's, like, it's nice to be, Every like, pie day, I yeah. decide to... <laughs> I think there... Oh, I accidentally did do pie day. I think there is something, like, very nice and very earnest because New Year's Eve is a holiday of hope. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But it is. Hashtag... New Year's Eve is a holiday of hope. Put it on the merch. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Uh, But I think it is because like in a lot of ways, because it's like, okay, you're going to make resolutions. This next year is going to be the best year ever. This is going to be the year like you get your act together. And also everyone thinks their New Year's Eve parties are going to be so much fun. I was about to say this, that like New Year's Eve is just a really expensive Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, can we talk about New Year's Eve attire? Sure. For a minute, because we all kind of like dress up a little bit, right? Well, not everyone, but like it's often feels like a formal event that everyone's invited to. Yeah. Like everyone goes a little glitzy. Yeah, when we all step it up one notch above what it is. Also, so much tinsel. So much gold and sparkles and tinsel. I love it. I wish every day was New Year's Eve. Well, but like it feels like that's the only acceptable holiday where you can wear like a gold or silver bangly like shiny dress Mm -hmm. like imagine showing up to your cousin's wedding in your new year's eve dress that sounds great well yeah and i think also when you're like buying your new year's eve dress you're like yeah this is a good investment i'll wear this again and then you do not wear it again never never i just went through this because i'm buying a a suit on asos yes and the pants don't quite fit so now i'm 
currently, when this comes out, I will have decided because New Year's Eve is in what, like 12 hours when this comes up. Um, But yeah, I'm just like, I'm really worried about the fit around the crotch. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm I've ordered it in like the pants in like six different sizes and we'll see what happens. Oh, and no. I'll return the ones that don't fit. Oh, or keep them all <laughs> and make a yeah, make like a black market ASOS. <laughs> Does the jacket fit? Mostly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think a funny thing with resolutions is like it feels there is such a temptation to put it all on the list. I think resolutions sure. succeed when you're like, okay, my my one main goal this year is to go on a vacation. Or my one main goal this year is to, you know, go to the gym twice a week. Sure. But we don't do that. At least me. I will be like, here's 40 things that even if I quit my job and won the lottery... I couldn't get them all done. Sure. <laughs> I could not. Even dedicating 100% of my time, it's not going to happen. Sure, sure. It's not going to happen. So you're just going for a percentage of the scattershot that you yeah. put out yeah. there? Yeah, and if I'm, if I'm being super earnest and super vulnerable on our podcast, sometimes I'll purposely add uh, really easy ones. No, that makes total to sense. To check that off yeah, the list. Because <laughs> it feels good to check things off the list. At the yeah. at the ex, uh, the risk of me turning this into a, like, how are you efficient at work and how do you feel accomplished thing? Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you set goals that I've been taught in terms of, like, goals in work or whatever it is, and I think this is useful for people as well, is that they have to be SMART, which is an acronym. Okay. Which is... Um, so, <laughs> more... Aardvarks, rodents, and Yeti? <laughs> what about Yeti? What? That's Smarry? Smarry? Because a Y looks like a, a T? In my head. <laughs> a Y is just a I, T that's sad. I think I might be dumb. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think I might be dumb. Because in my head, I was picturing the letters similar to like a like a Sesame Street kind of thing. <laughs> like I an just, electric company, like they're popping up as you're saying the word. <sighs> Yeti. Jeez, Louise Paula. Okay. What does it stand for? You know, I almost got so hit by Maddie a car last already week. already ripped Travis. <laughs> what? I'm, it's another Oh, you're smart. still going? Yeah. You know, I almost got hit by a car last week. <laughs> Let, okay, I was going to talk about resolutions, but I still want you, you to in your death experience. I I straight up saw the walk light and started walking, and then someone was like, "Don't walk!" And I was looking at the wrong walk light. Oh my god! Have you ever? It looks like maybe somebody had hit the one that I was like walking towards. Oh, just facing so the wrong way. It wasn't like completely facing my way, but it was facing enough. And oh, I just, yeah, like a weird, like, six-way intersection kind of no, thing? No, it was a four-way. Okay, sure. Okay. And I just was like, I saw the light, and, like, a little Pavlovian Pavlov, yeah. dog was like, maybe, maybe, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, it was close. <laughs> that wow. would have been my fault. Oh, no. I know. The insurance wouldn't have covered that. Oh, God, you wouldn't get anything. Yeah. Um. Okay, what is SMART? So SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, relevant and time-based so the idea is that you basically at a in a in a nutshell it's smart measurable specific specific measurable measurable attainable uh, relevant relevant and time-based so the idea (laughs) yeti yes 
<laughs> is that you know you're making you're purposely trying to only create things that can be done by a certain point. Mm-hmm. They have a deadline. They are a way for you to measure your progress on it. There's like a there's a definition of success, and they're specific enough that they're not like solve world peace. Yeah, they're like get Uncle Charlie to not vote for Trump or whatever it sure. is. You know, good luck. Yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> anyway, but it's like a it's a specific thing that you can that you can measure and that you can that is actually attainable. Okay, and so that way you feel better about you know, and you may they don't need to be these big things. It's like what are the individual pieces to that, and so because it's measurable, you feel like you're checking off boxes in the meantime. So you're doing the subtasks. Anyway, it's it's something that I think is useful because I think we always give ourselves goals that are like everyone's more optimistic than they should be yeah ultimately yeah not in like life outlook i'd like people to be optimistic there but in terms of our own abilities oh yeah 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 yeah. we all think that we're able to just like work eight hour days and then go home and work another nine or ten hours on our resolution yeah right right exactly exactly um it's funny because i think there was some study and i cannot remember what it was but um Humans in general, uh, if you ask them how good they think they would be at some given skill mm-hmm. that they've never done before, the default is above average. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone thinks so... they're a, everyone <laughs> that makes up the average <laughs> thinks that they are above average at a skill they've never done before. So that's the most earnest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. What what thing that you've never done before do you think that you'd be above average at? I think mine is curling. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. And I don't know if we talked about this before, but like curling is my favorite Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. The Olympics are next year as Ooh. well. I'm very excited. Um curling is probably the only Olympic sport that I could start now. Yeah. And be an Olympian in. And you'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We should be a Olympic curling. Is this duo. our is this our resolution? This for is our 20 resolution, <laughs> Josh. We're gonna become curlers. Yeah, <gasps> Josh and Josh and Paula curl twenty twenty. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I think we need more like Scandinavian names. Juche, <laughs> <laughs> the O in my name and the U in your name have the O in my name is the O with the strike through mm-hmm. in it. Line O. Yeah, line O, and the U in yours has an umlaut. Smiley face U. Yeah, and. Jo- hashtag Josh and Paula curl twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. Watch okay. out, world. We're gonna we'll uh, make sure to keep you updated on this. Yeah. Throughout Break out the, the fun pants. Year. Yeah. How fast do you think we're gonna curl? Is it a speed thing? <laughs> no. Well, we have a lot to learn. <laughs> so, Paula, I have a question for you. Yeah. When you almost died because a car slammed into you, and I think it's worth noting. That is the third time I've almost been hit by a car in the past two weeks. Paul, have you been just looking at your phone? What's going no, on? No, no, two of them were not my fault. This is so. Wait, hold on. Let's take a step back. Do you think someone's trying to kill you? Wait a second. Wait a second. This is it's because it happens once. It's just an event. Yeah. It happens twice. That's a it's a pattern. A coincidence happens three times. That's a motif. Oh, my God. Okay. Who would want to kill me? Well, we recently did get an email that being earnest is, what are we ranked? 
1428 in the world. So we're the... 1,428th ranked oh. podcast in in uh, Apple Podcasts. So I think it's whoever's ranked 1429. Yeah, maybe. Trying to take us out. They're coming for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> so when you almost died and or were almost assassinated. Sure. I think you're famous enough to be assassinated, not just murdered. Okay, I'm honored. <laughs> uh, <did laughs> the headline would say, Girl with Podcast <laughs> Assassinated. assassinated. Uh, wrote tweet about teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Paulus Gag's dentist. Yeah, right. Which is what you comes up when you Google me. <laughs> um, did your laugh... Did your life flash before your eyes? And then did you get a new lease on life and think about your bucket list? Yeah, all that happened. Really? Incredibly fast. You know, one of the times though was so bad that the woman on the sidewalk screamed. Really? Yeah, this Tesla almost hit me. Ain't that a, ain't that a metaphor for 2019? I was, I was a little bit like, we can get that Tesla money. Why'd you scream so loud, lady? <laughs> <laughs> Give her a cut of it if she would have kept her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it an inside job? Are you trying to get hit by a car? I mean, I'm saying if I'm going to get hit by a car, I'd like for it to be a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, my bro, my bones are broken. Oh, no. Only a crisp hundred would make me feel better. A hundred dollars will not even begin to pay for your, for any surgery you need to have. <laughs> Based on it, I thought you were gonna be like, "Oh, I don't want to sue Daddy Elon. <laughs> I just can you just send me some of your money through the Hyperloop?" <laughs> but no, you just want a Benjamin Franklin. You want a crisp one. <laughs> <laughs> Go to them. No, this one's too wrinkly. <laughs> Go try again. <laughs> so it sounds like the first item on your bucket list is get hit by car. <laughs> by a Tesla. Yeah, get hit by luxury car. <laughs> yes, it's yes. Um, so a bucket list. I mean, I I think actually, I th I'm sorry to interrupt. My friend in college, Hadley. Um, cool name. Yeah, Hadley Hartford Hornig. Cool. <laughs> um, he his greatest fear about how he would die is getting run over by a smart car. He was like, it'd be so embarrassing to oh, get killed by be. a smart car. It would car. be, because if a smart car hit, like if a smart car ran you over, it's so light, you could just push it up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like the person in the smart car is more in danger than you yes. outside of the smart car. Yes. <laughs> Do not, people at home, that is not, that's not true. There's no way that's true. <laughs> don't Let's get hit by it. a smart car. Anyway, your bucket list. Uh, so for people who don't know, uh, a bucket list is essentially a list of things you want to do before you kick the bucket. Die. Die. Uh, made famous by uh, the 2007 comedy drama The Bucket List with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Um, Josh, do you have a bucket list? I try to avoid the thought of death at all costs. Sure. But... but I don't know, travel, <laughs> traveling places, go places, yeah, go places, feel worldly, eat yeah. food, eat different food than home food, <laughs> <laughs> try stinky things. Ew. Would you eat a bug? I've eaten bugs. What? I've eaten bugs. Where? China. 
I don't want to yuck anyone, any other cultures yum, but over my, over my Tesla run over body. (laughs) (laughs) You know, really the idea of a bucket list is absolutely demented as hell. Yeah. That's so dark. It's really dark. And it's also like, it's a little bit like anti-society. It's a little anarchist. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I do Be- like that. Because it ultimately is just a, like, well, I don't really care what anyone else needs. This is what I need, and I will go at whatever cost, because who knows how much time there is left. That's so sad. It's so sad. Wait, let's go skydiving. I was in a lift last night, and the driver was one of the people who built uh, the iFly and, you know, the, like, indoor skydiving thing. Yeah, I've thing. been. Yeah, the indoor skydiving thing. Yeah, I've been thing. inside. Yeah, and so he was telling us that he built it and that they're now doing VR stuff. Wow. In, so if you've never been in an indoor skydiving thing, it's like, it's imagine what would happen if you put a huge fan on the floor and you were in a tube and you just got to kind of float. And it's, I will say, very fun. So what they're doing... Your mouth is so dry after. <laughs> uh, is with the goggles... What you would normally wear, they're doing VR, and they they partnered with How to Train Your Dragon. Wow. So that you can pretend to be the dragon, and you see it, that you have wings, but you're actually floating in the air. That would make sense, because when I did it, it was me and my boyfriend, David, and mostly children. Sure. Uh, well, they're easier to lift. They're easier to lift. <laughs> Okay, so so VR indoor skydiving—that's a good bucket list yeah, item. That's great. Let's make a bucket list. Hey, it's a yeah, it's smart. It's attainable. We can go do it. We like, can do it now. Yeah, like okay. this weekend. Okay, so that's number one in our bucket list yeah, is it, how to train your dragon VR at the indoor skydiving. Number two on the bucket list is win an Olympic gold medal in curling. Okay, cool. <laughs> These are so far so attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, what about like go to Skokie? You know, like, <laughs> go to one of the fun Chicago suburbs. Sure. This is this is all of ours. This is everyone who's listening. This is, we can we can all do this. This episode is also brought to you by the Board of Tourism in Skokie, <laughs> Illinois. What about if we went and saw the music, the culture, the food, and the fun of Skokie? It's right near the city, but you don't have to be in it. Can I access it from the yellow line? What's the yellow line? It's a train line. I'm aware, yeah. Oh, I was like... <laughs> Hate to break it to you. (laughs) I'd like to add an age that is too old to be doing it. Wear a suit with sneakers. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the like grandpas. Yeah. Who wear who like have fresh ass kicks. Yeah. I want to be a grandpa with fresh kicks. Okay. Add that to the bucket list. Add that to the bucket list. That's a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. I want all the teens to be like, yo, that octogenarian is fresh as hell. <laughs> Whoa, look at daddy-o over there. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, you're totally right. Because at that point, like, they will have, it It would have become cool again to talk like a beatnik. And hopefully to dab. <laughs> <laughs> Dabbing is cool Dabby-o. again. Dabby-o. <laughs> Whoa, daddy looking fresh as hell. <laughs> 
How are you at conflict resolution? Bad. <laughs> How are you at conflict resolution? I hate conflict so much, so it resolves itself because I remove myself from this situation. Yeah. <laughs> so together we're healthy. Yeah, very healthy. Very healthy. We definitely talk about our feelings and fears. Um, did you have peer mediators at school? Oh yeah, we totally did. And then like they were like they were like middle in middle school it would be like kids that if you had a problem with somebody else you would sign up for a meeting with the peer mediators and they would help you come to a agreement sure yeah right you know like legal mediators sure yeah sure <laughs> tiny little lawyers yeah. <laughs> dick wolf's peer mediators chum chum <laughs> I would watch that all day. <laughs> really? yeah. I would watch that. It's like MasterChef Junior. It's <gasps> just. But they're just like solving little. Yeah, little like schoolyard crimes. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a peer mediator so bad. Oh, you weren't? I wasn't allowed to be because I caused too much drama. <laughs> <laughs> Paula! You caused? Oops. You caused? <laughs> I the- had to utilize the peer mediators too many times. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a funny idea that like a, a career path is closed to you because you've had to use the other side of it too much. <laughs> it's like, mm, you can't be a therapist. <laughs> You're not allowed to be a therapist. You've ther- been in therapy too much. <laughs> yeah. You, you know. Hey, you can't be a chef. You've eaten too much. <laughs> you ate to this restaurant too many times, and now we're frankly not interested. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you've 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 looked at too much content. You can't go into marketing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm imagining you as a teen peer mediator, just like I would have been younger, like eleven. Like, sure, preteen. Mm-hmm. Just someone's like. Not a girl, not yet a woman. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone tells you their beef and you're like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is juicy. And then the other person comes in and you're like, do you know what they said about you? Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> laughing, but like, frankly, I live for the drama. Sure. So we all kind of know that that's what it would have been like. Sure. <laughs> and we know like the whole rule of it was like it was supposed to stay inside the room. So whatever you said was supposed to be like secret. Sure. And we all know I would have marched out of that mediation session being like, who wants to hear the drama with Jared? <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Going in the gossip column of the school newspaper, honey. <laughs> Tristan has a crush on Kristen. <laughs> Spread the word. Spread <laughs> dung, the word. dung, dung, <laughs> dung. Now, see, that's kind of, that kind of, is. was that a job in the royal court? Yeah, like a like, herald? But did, okay, was a herald in the royal court, first off, the herald, improv joke, uh, was a herald in the royal Spelled court. Spelled differently, but sure. <laughs> just, uh, were they just spreading gossip? Like, was it some news and also some gossip? It's got to be, right? It has to be. Because there's not that much news in Imagine a day. Imagine being like, yeah, the, the town crier is like, a message from the king. Taxes are being levied next week. Remember that there is a 0.01% incre- increase in your taxes based on how many pigs you have on your farm. Also, <laughs> Eleanor of Aquitaine wore a dress. That was too low cut. (laughs) We're all talking about it. (laughs) Everyone could see them titties. (laughs) (laughs) 
but she rocked it. <laughs> we stand a glam queen. <laughs> if you're still here, I have a list of the 15 hottest court, court members that, that start with the letter A. <laughs> Click <stick> here. <laughs> And stick around to take a quiz of which TV character from Friends you are based on your pasta choices. <laughs> what TV is t- in this day and age stands for terrifying verdict. Yeah. <laughs> it's just BuzzFeed. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Also, this child doesn't know that their father, a knight, is coming back from war. (laughs) 30 seconds in, you'll be crying. (laughs) And check out these TikToks. That's what we call clocks, because we don't have language for this new invention. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. The devil has brought these timepieces. We must be destroyed. (laughs) Dab. <laughs> because I'm sweaty, I have a handkerchief. I am dabbing my... Dab, 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 dab. <laughs> We're really into saying dab these days. A full year after kids are. Is that still cool? Yeah, it's Fortnite. still cool. Yeah, I'm flossing. <laughs> Paula, between the two of us. How many thumbs do we have? Four? Four. Four thumbs Thumbs up. up. This is our review segment Mm -hmm. where we look at movies, products, internet reviews. Things. Things that are incredibly earnest and sincere. Yes. Paula, what um what are we going to talk about for four thumbs up this week? Actually, pretty interesting because it is something that we already chatted about. The film, The Bucket List. Okay, good. And Great. I crossed it off my personal bucket list to talk about Jack Nicholson on a podcast. So. Wow. What a, cool. what a meta bucket list. What a meta bucket list. Yeah. My bucket list is to spread the gospel of the movie, The Bucket List. <laughs> now, do I want to say that we kind of threw out our other ideas once we realized what a gold mine the IMDb page for a bucket list was? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who aren't familiar, Paula, would you give a really quick synopsis of the plot? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so two men are diagnosed with terminal cancer, one year to live, played by Morgan Freeman, who is poor, and Jack Nicholson, who is rich. And they make a, li- a bucket list of things they want to do in their last year, and they do all of it. Uh, I literally just went to Wikipedia. This is how I know. Like, they, like eat at a fancy restaurant in France. watching this movie every week. And they drive a motorcycle on the Great Wall of China, which I don't think that is legal. can't be legal. legal. I don't think it's legal. I've also been to the Great Wall of China. It's cool. not like it's flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like a lot of up and down stairs. You have to go through parapets and well, things like that. They did it. They wow. did it. It was on their bucket list. Uh, but then at the end... Hold on. What other uh, wonders of the world would you want to drive a motorcycle <laughs> on? <laughs> well, what are the other wonders of the world? Most of them are gone. I mean, there's modern wonders and there's ancient wonders and things Ugh, like that. What so are like, the modern I wanna... wonders? The mall? Yeah, the mall of America. <laughs> Cell phones? <Yeah. laughs> no, it's like, I want to 
ride a motorcycle on the pyramids. Yeah, I would love to ride a motorcycle just straight up the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Straight up. All the way up and then just... (laughs) And then, and then... Vroom, vroom, and then all the way down. Just gun it. Evil Knievel style. He didn't have the balls to do it, but I'll do it. The pyramid one would be scary because the pyramids are made of sand, right? No, they're made of like brick. They're made of like sandstone, aren't they? I mean, it's still like, it's not sand. It's it's like brick and mortar. Yeah, but I still feel like if you drove a... I I don't feel like it's structurally sound enough. Oh yeah, because it's it's hasn't been able to survive for thousands of years. In Has the anyone ever driven a motorcycle on them? <laughs> Have you ever tried to drive a motorcycle straight up like you would on the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why I think it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, and the Eiffel Tower is a little bit, you know, curves <laughs> at can, the bottom. I can kind of get a little. <laughs> I'm imagining you getting halfway, like halfway up the tiniest bit of one leg, <laughs> and then just like going, just sliding straight and back. And all in. the guards are like, "You obviously have to like stop." <laughs> you obviously have to stop. Uh, obviously, <laughs> to obey. I have a cigarette. I have a cigarette. Hold on, come eat a croissant. I've got a review here. Sure. Yeah. It's. It's entitled, Put Two Brilliant Actors Together and What Can You Expect? (laughs) 10 out of 10 stars. Okay, great. That is a high review. (laughs) What can you expect? A simple premise done magically is all I can say about this movie. Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson are by far and away two of my favorite actors. Okay, well then when this person saw the the trailer for this movie, they must have thought, holy cow. I can die happy now. This was my, I didn't realize this was my bucket list. My bucket list was seeing my two favorite actors ride a freaking motorcycle on the moon. <laughs> Jack Nicholson is just funny, no matter what he says or does. Ever since Terms of Endearment, he has made me laugh so hard that, is that I a cry. Comedy? Maybe. And Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman is just the best actor going around. Sure. I love that, you know, Jack Nicholson, star of many dramas. He's like, this this guy's a hoot. <laughs> hey, this guy's the funniest man in the world. Yeah, when he pops out and goes, here's Johnny. <laughs> the guy's like, I love it. I was it. on the floor. I f- hard, find it hard to remember a bad movie that Morgan Freeman has done. It's fair. March of the Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I find it hard to remember a bad movie that Morgan Freeman has done. Fair. Probably not everyone will like this movie, but it is definitely up there with the best feel-good slash sad movies that I have ever seen. You know, <laughs> feel-good slash sad movies. <laughs> oh, my. All oh, the favorite genres were there. Sci-fi. Horror, feel good slash sad. I I love the idea of like feel good, feel bad movies. <laughs> it can't be a feel good movie if it's sad. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes you have a nice cry. Sure. Me at the end of any Lifetime movie. Okay, even the Amanda Knox one. Oh God, I love them. <laughs> and it has a moral 
that most of us miss in our hectic live for the now short lives. So Wait, what was the sentence? <laughs> and it has a moral uh-huh. that most of us miss in our hectic live for the now short lives. That feels like a threat. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we, we missed the moral of the story, basically, I guess, okay. in this, whatever this is. This is going to be up there with the best at the Oscars in 2008. Now, I want to put a pit in that just for a second, just to finish the, sure. the this. It will make you laugh and cry all at once. It did me. Aww. So, um, I did a little bit of research, Paula. Sure. Because I know that you were wondering, what were the best picture nominees in 2008? I'm assuming it was just... It was just the bucket list 10 times. Yeah. Well, back then they only had five nominees. Oh, okay. If you so remember. it was just five times. Yeah, that's right. Because we all had uh, uh, longer attention spans in 2008. That's true. So the best picture winner that year was No Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones were Atonement, <laughs> Juno, <laughs> Michael Clayton. I don't know what that one is. And there will be blood. <laughs> Four out of five of those are straight up bangers. No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood are different movies. <laughs> they are. They feel very similar. Because the titles of those, There Will Be Blood, sounds like the sequel to No Country for Old Men. Right. It sounds like they're in the same book series and they're all like, Jack Ryan's There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Oh, about a lonely cowboy who is also a spy man. Yep. No, totally. Exactly. Totally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What a wild ride. Josh, I have one for you. Sure. Nine out of ten stars. It's like four seasons in one day. Strong start. Two of Hollywood's greatest actors bounce off each other in this bittersweet comedy, the likes of which are a sad rarity. There are so many emotions portrayed by the two leading roles, as well as some reporting. It's like a roller coaster ride in slow mo. What? This is a must see for anyone. Wait, hold on. Yeah. A roller coaster ride in slow mo. Yeah. Is th- isn't the whole point of a roller coaster ride that it's fast? Yeah. Uh, is the movie in slow mo? Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. This is, well, I don't want to see it. That needs to be noted. Um, This is a must-see for anyone wanting a feel-good movie. It won't disappoint. This isn't a fast-paced action movie with no guns. Wait, sorry. I feel like that needs to be in a whinier voice. This isn't a fast-paced action movie with no guns a-blazing or exploding helicopters, but a timely reminder that as acting goes, these two guys are far from, quote, out to pasture, unquote. Can we talk about how... Let me just read off the nominees one more time. Sure. From 2008's Oscars. Uh, no Country for Old Men, Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, There Will Be Blood. I don't think there's any exploding helicopters in any <laughs> one of those movies. We, we, we don't like, know what Michael Clayton's about. We don't know what Michael Clayton's about. Okay, I'm slightly biased here as I have followed these two guys' actors' careers for over two decades now and nothing surprises me about this movie go see it i love nine the, out of ten stars not ten out of ten not 
quite there for him. I love the idea that he's trying to pull the like, yeah, I knew these guys before they were famous <laughs> card. Like, you know, I like I'm really it's like someone being like, yeah, I'm like. I don't know if you've heard of them, but like I've been following for years. Like, do you know the band Coldplay? Sorry, have you actually? I'm actually like you don't know about him, but like I'm actually like a huge fan of this little guy. His name's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I found this like really cool indie band. They're kind of like doing some cool stuff. Uh, have you ever heard of Frickin' the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is resolutions? What <laughs> legislation? And bills. Finally, my political science degree comes in handy. Watch out, Ellie. She's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite resolution that's been passed in the past? I don't know. We haven't passed a lot recently. Yeah, it's been a little bit. We haven't passed a lot of good ones. Um, I think I do. I I do remember. Not I think I do remember when I was a kid. Uh, they like we did like um. Like, kids have to, like, write bills, and then you had to, like, pass them within classes. Okay. Which was really just an excuse for, like, a cool guy to be like, I actually think instead of water, it's Mountain Dew now. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay, well, he's hot now, fluffy hair, so voted. <laughs> you know. Chicken tenders every day. <laughs> it's always food-related, right? Always food-related. And I was always that kid where they were like, pizza for lunch every day. And I was like, no, I don't like pizza. <laughs> But what are your policies on the tax levy? (laughs) (laughs) But what about teacher comp? (laughs) (laughs) I think that teachers should get more paid time off. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like their medical benefits aren't great. (laughs) What are we, why are we talking about pizza? We're talking about the public pension. It's all dried up, folks. Follow the money. (laughs) (laughs) By the time we get older, we're not going to have a retirement to fall back on. It's time to start saving now. Rise up! Put one fourth of your allowance into a into a Roth IRA. Yeah, why use your your stars and stickers that you can use to get gum in class? Why don't you just turn that into real cold hard cash? Um, just wait. I this is a, this is a deviation, and I do want to get back to this. But did you ever have a classroom pet? Oh yeah, we had a classroom pet. What did you have? So. There is a famous, famous Linden family story. Oh, no. About my kindergarten or preschool pet rat mm-hmm. named Zach the Rat. Or as Cute. I said it, Zach the Wat. And we had Zach in class. Um, so he was the class rat. My mom got a call from the... <laughs> there's... A, so, you know, class class pet, right? Sure. There is a home video of my mom filming and narrating. You know how, like, on a, the camcorders, yeah. your parents would just be narrating what's happening? Um, and it's in frame. It's me and a cage with this, like, white rat Okay. in the cage. So and they I'm brought the rat home. Yeah, yeah. So my mom is narrating. And now that I'm an adult, I can realize the just the dripping frustration and irony in her voice as she's like so josh's class has a pet rat and they started a new thing where you can bring the rat home for a weekend and guess who volunteered first (laughs) josh did (laughs) 
it's a what a you know a cute charming story. Sure, but I think we have to really unpack here. Classroom pets' lives are a living hell. Yeah, gotta be like. That is the most, that has to be the most upsetting. If you are a bad, bad criminal in this life, you get reincarnated as some class's rat. Yeah, for sure. Like that would suck. Because here's, here's my uh, scientific theory and opinion Mm -hmm. and fact. Uh, Everyone under seven's a sociopath. Everyone under seven's a sociopath. (laughs) Or a psychopath or both. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're not governed by the laws of society. No, not at all. They're going to just shake that cage of the, or the, or the terrarium. Tab. You're really assuming that like this kid's family is going to remember to feed the animal. Yeah. Like that's putting a, that's putting a live creature in the trust of like people you don't know. Yeah. That's unhinged. It's absolutely poor animal. Imagine living where you live. Yeah. And every once in a while, a ginormous, just doughy thing, just like <laughs> tapping on your building, being like, look at me. And sometimes they carry you home. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. I can't believe they let you bring home a living animal. Me we neither. Had, we had like a, we had like a teddy bear. And it would be like, what? you would do like the teddy bear and then you would like write a story of like what you did. When that's you not a pet. Te- that's a class. No, no, no. Plush. But that's what you brought home. Oh. So it would be like, oh, like I brought the teddy bear home and like we had dinner and this is what we ate and like that kind of stuff. God. I'm sure we, I, we had some sort of unhinged because like there's no laws in Alaska. <laughs> sure. Like we probably had like a, you know, a bear <laughs> just doing laps. Yeah, it's a school bear. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't touch it. It's not tame. <laughs> it's not our place to tame animals. <laughs> Let this be a lesson, kids. <laughs> now, rifle practice. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh, that's so upsetting. <laughs> and also that your teacher was just like, who wants to bring it home? Like, of course, every kid's going to be like, duh, me. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> the teacher did not think like, I should give a call to your family. Yeah. Like, see if it's okay. She's like, eh, send the rat home with that kid. Yeah, I'm imagining like a new teacher being like, I've got a great idea to engage the kids. Send the rat home. <laughs> <laughs> did you pass any laws in your in your classroom? Uh, you know, I remember being real fired up about one that would outlaw smoking. Really? Yep. And it did not do well. Really? Was not popular enough to pass a bill. Wow. Thank you. No, that was, that's an important one. Thank you. And you know, I, I kind of, I'm not sure about the, the, you know, the ethics of how do we balance, you know, our founding freedoms with outlawing something like that these days. But at the time, you know, you're getting dare shoved down your throat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Here's a little narc. Just a little narc. We never had that, but I feel like I got that from the amount of times that I watched Schoolhouse Rock and the mm. I'm Just a Bill yes. song. I know how a bill becomes a law. Literally, like, Schoolhouse Rock, for all the, like, ha, 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 it's, you know, it's kid songs. It's like, that is legitimately how I know how it's a bill becomes like a law. It's extremely helpful. Or how I can, like, recite the preamble of the yeah. Constitution. Yeah. Declaration of Independence. Constitu- uh, there's preamble to the Constitution. Whichever one is the song in Schoolhouse I think Rock. It's the Constitution. Yeah, I think. Constitution actually does stuff. The Declaration of Independence is like just nice, and there's, I think, a treasure map on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, maybe it is the Declaration of Independence because it starts. It's we, we the, the people, people in order, in order to, to form a more, more perfect, perfect union. union. Actually, that's wrong. It's we the people of the United States of America. 
Wow. In order to form a more perfect union. We the people. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that one guy who's saying I'm just a bill mm-hmm. has such a distinctive voice that is only schoolhouse rock related. Yeah, I feel like that's only the kind of voice that could be like okay in that time period. Yeah. Like we like it because it's a little retro now. Yeah. But if we heard him now, we'd be like, I don't give that guy a job. Yeah, don't give him a record deal. That's a weird that's but a weird he, voice. But he's like, I'm just a bill. <laughs> you sound <laughs> just Mr. like Martin him. is the subject of the sentence. <laughs> I wish that guy still recorded. I wish that guy followed. Thank you. Next thing. <laughs> I wish Schoolhouse Rock could like recorded uh like things like that, but about how to be an adult. Sure. <laughs> you put your laundry in separate things. <laughs> yeah, college rock. College rock. <laughs> we shouldn't eat cookies for every meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still listen to that now. <laughs> Condoms are expensive. Take them from your RAs. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do enough work, you don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> the friends you make, orientation won't be your friends for long. <laughs> All the kids who went to prep school who seem like they've got it figured out are sad. (laughs) (laughs) Paula, don't use the printer in the upstairs computer lab in Thorson Hall because it's going to break five minutes before your paper is due. It's very specific to each person. (laughs) Josh, you can't just eat cheeseburgers for every meal. It just follows around every person. (laughs) Anna, you come in thinking you're gonna major in theater, but actually... Once you take an anthro class, you're gonna think, hey, that's cool. (laughs) And now you're gonna double major. (laughs) Professors are just weird people who don't want to get a real job. (laughs) Yours are kind of a song. (laughs) Mine are just grunting. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening for another week. And thank you for listening throughout this year. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. This really was the year of being earnest. Um, Yes. No, it's been it's been such a wonderful year with you all. And we can't wait to, to do 2020. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. And uh, to end the episode, we would love to do our reoccurring segment, Earnest, Earnest moment of the week. Imatwa. And I have a good one this week. Okay. Hit from me with it. my mom. Hell yeah, Ellie. So this is from Ellie. She said, I just had an earnest moment. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. 
I saw a grandpa and four kids, parentheses, ages three to 10, in the produce section. He was showing them a huge jackfruit. He had each of the kids hold it to see how heavy it was and then explained how it grew. The kids were hanging on every word. Made me smile. Lucky kids. Isn't that such a good one? That's so cute. I know. It's really cute. I know. It's so nice when you like stumble upon like those little cute moments. Yeah. Thanks, mom. You got to. You got to teach the children about the fruit. Got to teach them about that. This is one of the weird ones. (laughs) Throw it on the ground. (laughs) Get rid of it. It looks weird. (laughs) That one, that's a kiwi. It's fuzzy. Fruit shouldn't be fuzzy. (laughs) Get rid of that fruit. Just apples for me. (laughs) I've eaten an apple a day. (laughs) Keeps my ex-wife away. You sound like you're like on like old timey vaudeville. Waka waka. <laughs> Next up, Hootie and the Dancing Blowfish. <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish does sound like they're not a band. They're a I'm... vaudeville act. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. If you want to be our best friend yes please you can hop onto apple podcasts and write us a little review it really helps um otherwise you know in the next year our resolution for you is to share this podcast more oh um we made it nice and easy we made it nice and easy but no it would be um wonderful if you're liking the podcast if you wouldn't mind sharing it with people who you think would like it as well uh 2020 it's going to be a big year for us. I'm putting it out there in the universe. Um, and we really appreciate all the support. And we would love to uh, share some more positivity with more people. Aww. And until next week. Think about where you're going to go to college. <laughs> because the student debt crisis is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great week and happy new year. Happy new year.